Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Hello, welcome to the College Investor Audio Show. Today we answer the question, what's the average student loan monthly payment for U.S. borrowers? Let's check it out. So with 45 million people now carrying 1.7 trillion, with a T, in student loans in the United States, student loan payments are a major monthly debt obligation for a growing percentage of the nation. According to the Fed, the Federal Reserve, the median payment for student loan borrowers is $222 a month. But this doesn't offer a true reflection of what people are actually paying each month since 38% of respondents said that at least one of their loans were in deferment, meaning they weren't currently making any payments at all. <laughs> That's a huge chunk of people. So among borrowers that are actively paying down their student loans, the average student loan monthly payment is much higher. So today we explore the average student loan monthly payment in the U.S. and what you can do to manage your own student loan debt. Here's a, a real quick note because of COVID-19. Student loan payments are paused for most borrowers. You can learn more about the student loan options during the COVID-19 pandemic. We have a link at thecollegeinvestor.com you can check out. The average student loan monthly payment in the U.S. According to research from the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, the average student loan monthly payment is actually $393. They also found that 50% of student loan borrowers owe more than $17,000 on their loans. So we take a look at a list of the more notable student loan payment stats from the Federal Reserve's report. The average student loan debt, a little over 32 grand. The median debt, $17,000. Average student loan monthly payment, $393. The median monthly payment, $222. That's where that figure came from before, will be discussed. The percentage of borrowers with growing loan balances, 47.5%. Almost half have a growing loan balance going on. Here's the percentage who are more than 90 days delinquent. Just a tick under 5%. So despite the hundreds of dollars going to debt each month, balances aren't shrinking. They're not going anywhere. Among borrowers who still owe money on their student loans, just 37% of all borrowers saw their student loan balance shrink, according to the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. That's ridiculous. That means a large majority of borrowers aren't making any progress. Most people who borrow money to pay for education use federal student loans. These loans come with several protections, including income-driven repayment plans, or IDR plans. Income-driven repayment plans mean that your monthly payment is based on your certified income. With these plans, your student loan balance may grow over time, and any money you put towards your loan pays interest first, then principal. In a lot of cases, especially among lower earners, that means that none of the payment goes towards principal at all. Although your loan balance may grow on an IDR plan, they can certainly improve your cash flow situation. And if you want to pay off your debt faster, you can always pay more than the required monthly minimum. If you think you might be interested in exploring all the different repayment plans, you can use this free service from Loan Buddy. We have a link at thecollegeinvestor.com and a review as well. 
It will do a one-time comparison of all the repayment options based on your personalized information. This is especially important if you're more focused on managing debt than paying it off. Here are some other options for managing student loan debt too. If you feel like you can't afford the average loan payment on an IDR plan, you might be able to stop payments altogether by applying for a period of forbearance. All federal student loan borrowers can apply for forbearance at any time at studentaid.gov, and several private lenders offer hardship forbearance periods of 12 months or more as well. That's a big deal since private student loans don't qualify for IDR plans. These are the best private student loan lenders. Finally, if your income and credit score are both pretty strong, you might be able to decrease your monthly payment by refinancing your student loans to a lower interest rate. We have a list of the best companies for refinancing your student loans too, and that is also at thecollegeinvestor.com. And here are some final thoughts. Whether your student loan obligations fall above or below the average student loan monthly payment, joining an IDR plan can be a great way to manage your debt. But keep in mind that these plans can extend your repayment period by up to 25 years. If you don't want to deal with your own student loans when you're sending your own children to college, <laughs> an intense period of focused debt payoff might be best for you. Rapidly paying off debt is ideal for people who have an emergency fund, have some time and energy for side hustles or maybe some career growth, and don't qualify for loan forgiveness. If that's not you, or it's not you right now, the standard 10-year or an IDR plan might make more sense for you. You can dig a little bit deeper into all of this at thecollegeinvestor.com. And that is our show for today. I hope it was helpful Again, one more time, you can see all of the resources and dig a little bit deeper into all of this at thecollegeinvestor.com. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you again real soon.